right, all right. So we'll get back into the book of Proverbs tonight, Proverbs chapter 12. We began Proverbs chapter 12 uh, a couple of weeks ago, and we're going to actually get through about 10 or 11 verses tonight, uh, which is, uh, we don't usually get that many verses on this study. And we've looked at this subject before, uh, but here it comes again in the book of Proverbs, and when you're doing a verse-by-verse study, um, you know, uh, you pretty much follow what uh, what the Word of God says. And so we're talking about speech and words again, and just how important uh, that is. And you find that throughout the Bible, not just in the book of Proverbs. And uh, we won't, we'll, we'll take each verse on its own, so we won't stand and read the whole passage like we normally do tonight. But we'll get right into it, because there's several things I want to point out, and for time's sake, I wanted to get right into this. Uh, but again, we're looking at speech and words, and as I said, the Bible has a lot to say about our words, and I know sometimes we we forget that, and uh, you know it's so easy uh, to to say things, you know, and and uh, have regrets later. You ever have you ever done that? You ever said something you wish you hadn't said, and uh, you have. You don't have to say it out loud, but I know you have. And uh, uh, but words, you know, they're they're powerful. James teaches us a lot about our tongue and and those types of things. Words can help, but they can also hurt, can't they? Um, they can they can heal, you know, uh, a, wit, a word fitly spoken. Uh, but words can wound as well. Uh, sometimes words can calm, uh, but sometimes they can cause a storm and get people stirred up. Uh, sometimes uh, words can put out a fire, but sometimes words can fan the flames a little worse too, right? Uh, sometimes words can even start the fire. And so there's a lot of things that we need to think about with our speech and words. Uh, and I, I believe that's why, well, I know it's why God has so much to say about the words that we speak. And uh, because, uh, as we have learned from the Bible, the wor- our words that come out of our mouth really reveal what's in our heart. You know, it, it's not that you have a, a word problem, uh, you know, or even a, a, a mouth problem, per se. You have a heart problem. That's the problem. You fix the heart and the words will get right. Uh, And so we've been looking at that. And so tonight we're going to look at each verse separately. There's uh, uh, verses 13 through 23. And we're going to look at each verse separately on its own because I believe it's all in the context of speech. And so the words and speech we use certainly have a giant uh, effect on our lives. Um, It does matter what we say. And and, uh, again, our words and speech have a lot to do, I believe, uh, with our success and joy in life. I mean, somebody that can't control their mouth is not going to do real well in this world. Uh, and, and our words and our speech, as I said, really reveal a lot about us, reveal about our heart. Our words can reveal if we're happy, sad, bitter, content in life. Now, I know that we have seasons in life. In other words, there may be a, a day or maybe even just a few hours or a few moments where we're not, you know, we, we have those, you know, those whammies in life. But hey, listen, if the normal course of your life is speech that's just constantly negative and bad and hateful and, and vulgar and those types of signs, hey, listen, you've got a heart problem. It's, <laughs> hey, listen, it, it's something that you need to fix uh, in your life. And so Solomon, once again, he's showing the difference between good words and speech versus the bad words and speech. So number one, we'll jump right into this. Look there at verse 13. Uh, wicked people are trapped by their wicked speech. Look at verse 13. It says, the wicked is snared by the transgression of his lips, but the just shall come out of trouble. Um, and uh, uh, I think that this is uh, uh, interesting that uh, three of the Ten Commandments, I believe, involve speech. 
uh, certainly uh, uh, Exodus 27, uh, taking the names Lord in vain, that's obviously speech, amen? Uh, I believe even when it tells us not to uh, dishonor our parents, uh, certainly that's probably how most children dishonor their parents is talking back to them or being hateful to them. Uh, certainly that has to do with speech. Bearing false witness, obviously, that's something that you do with your speech as well. And so we see that our speech has a lot to do uh, with, with, uh, 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 with, with how we are and, and how we act, as I said a while ago, in our success in life. And again, our point here is wicked people are trapped by their wicked speech. And so the Bible, again, is full of examples of, of bad words and speech, uh, all forms of lying, uh, uh, over-exaggerating, bragging, boasting. Uh, you find these throughout the epistles, speaking evil, hurtful things about one another, uh, filthy communication, profanity, those types of things uh, the Bible certainly speaks against. And when I say the Bible speaks against it, God speaks against it. And so words and speech that, that, that tear people down, whether it's backbiting, whispering, murmuring, gossip, you know, the list just goes on. Uh, there's, there's several more we could probably talk about that the Bible emphatically teaches that ought not to be uh, in the believer's life. Uh, and the people that, that practice these things, that use these things uh, as a normal course of life, they're really on a slippery slope because sooner or later, the trouble they cause with all of that is going to return to them. And that's what that verse 13 is talking about. The wicked is snared by the transgression of his lips because sooner or later, uh, it all comes back. They're going to be victims really at their own game. Uh, uh, you know, they're going to, they're going to get, they're going to contradict themselves in some way. They're going to slander someone, uh, that, that is innocent and they're going to be called out on it because I believe sooner or later God puts a stop to it. Amen. And he does it in a real rough way. But those whose speech and words are right, hey, listen, we don't ever need to worry about tripping over our speech later. Amen. You know, when you use good words, you don't have to think about what you're saying. You know, hey, listen, uh, you know, if you gotta, if you gotta think about what you're saying and look around and, and, you know, and then talking, you know right there there's a problem. Amen? Amen. That ought to be a telltale sign right there. Uh, and so, again, we want to be careful. The wicked is snared by the transgression of his lips. Number two, the righteous uh, benefit from their speech uh, and work even. I think that's interesting. Look at verse 14. A man shall be satisfied with, uh, with good by the fruit of his mouth and the recompense of a man's hands. Let's talk about working. Shall be rendered unto him. Um, and I think this is neat that the two are connected. Um, you know, uh, I understand that that uh, sometimes, you know, we always believe our way is right, you know. Uh, and it may very well be, uh, you know. I mean, we're, we're always certain in a matters of opinion, right? <laughs> you know, and uh, so, you know, in other words, we, you know, you know, that's how my daddy did it, you know, and those types of things. Uh, and to a certain extent, I'm not saying that's always bad. But the problem is we can, we can also uh, uh, understand that what I'm getting at is there's a lot of times when we're working that, you know, have you ever been around that individual that uh, they, they worked well, but, man, you just, it was just hard to be around them? <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Uh, you know, it, it's tough. Um, and, and I believe there's some things here how God puts the words and the work they're put together here. Because I think a lot of people can see how one success in life certainly is connected to diligent and hard work, but we also see the, 
the importance, uh, I believe it's equally important how their words and speech is also counted to that success as well. You know, because listen, uh, you know, if you, you may do your job well, but if you're always bad-mouthing, if you're just, you know, always trying to be seen and always wanting attention, hey, that, that hurts you, you know. Uh, and certainly you're not, you're going to have a hard time succeeding, uh, you know, out there in life. So I think it's just a real good practical lesson for us. A man shall be satisfied with the good, with good by the fruit of his mouth, and the recompense of a man's hand shall be rendered unto him. I think, uh, good work ethic, also, uh, controlling what we talk about and say is very, very important if we're going to succeed in life. And then number three, uh, the wise recognize good advice, uh, the wicked do not. Um, the way of a fool is right in his own eyes, uh, but he that hearkeneth unto counsel is wise. We've seen this said in several various ways throughout the book of Proverbs. Uh, as I said a while ago, uh, not only on the job, and, you know, uh, everybody's always the best at what they do, you know, those types of things. This is how you do it. This is the best way to do it. Uh, and, and even here, you know, we, we need to be careful, you know, about not taking advice. You know, there, there's been times... Uh, uh, there was a certain way I've done certain things and just felt like that was the only way it could ever be done. It was just stupid not to do it that way, only to find out later, hey, there is other ways to do it, and they're even better than the way I was doing it. You know, didn't always like to admit it, <laughs> but it's true, right? Uh, and so, again, we always believe our way is right, and, and again, there's nothing wrong with having a little confidence, but, but what we're talking about here in verse 15 is, you know, if you feel so strongly about it that you won't listen to the counselor advice, uh, you know, you just plug your ears, and, and, and in this case, you're still just running your mouth. Uh, sometimes it's good to just listen to what the person's saying. Amen? And, and at least listen doesn't mean you have to do what they're saying, but at least just listen. I think that's wise. You know, there's as they say, there's more than one way to skin a cat. Right? Amen. That's true. That's true. Um, now, I'll never hang a deer up by its head and skin it, by the way. <laughs> that always bothers me. <laughs> but uh, uh, but a wise person will listen to advice. They'll listen to counsel. Um, and, and again, I'm not saying you have to agree with it, but I think it's 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 wise to listen and to listen carefully. And not only that, uh, the individual that's trying to give this counsel or advice, even if you don't agree with it, you'll find out if you at least listen to it, show a little respect about it. Uh, even if you don't take it, you'll probably find out that it's probably things will still go a little easier for you. You know, people, sometimes people just want to be heard. Uh, but on the other hand, sometimes we're just simply wrong. Amen? Sometimes we don't have it right. Uh, and, and again, uh, uh, you know, we'll have to admit that, well, hey, you know, my, my viewpoint on that wasn't exactly clear. Um, hey, listen, that's wise. That's good. And so, you know, uh, constructive criticism. Amen? A wise person recognizes that. And, but if you're arrogant and somewhat bullheaded, uh, again, thinking that you're above correction, hey, you're just going to struggle in this life. You know, you're, you're going to have a hard time. Uh, the way of a fool uh, is right in his own eyes, uh, but he that hearkeneth unto counsel is wise. I think that's great advice. Number four, those right with God can handle insults. Uh, those not right with God cannot handle insults. And, um, you know, sometimes we wear our feelings on our shoulders, don't we? You know, I mean, I used to be that way, especially when I was younger. You know, I didn't like being a, you know, you know, just, it's this pride thing. And I think I've shared this guys with you guys before. Remember the Die Hard battery commercial? And uh, who was Robert Conrad? You know, Bob Black Sheep guy? 
he, you know, he's kind of a muscular guy, and he, I think it was a diehard battery, wasn't it? And he had the battery on his shoulder, and he's going, I dare you to knock this battery off my shoulder. I dare you. That's how some people are with their feelings. You know, they just walk around with their feelings out there, and then when they, because eventually they do get knocked off your shoulder, and then you have a little hissy fit. <laughs> Best way is don't wear your feelings on your shoulders, amen? <laughs> you know, be, be a little, uh, you know, uh, understand, be a little humble about that. You know, I'm not saying that it doesn't hurt. It hurts, uh, uh, when something evil maybe is spoken against you, especially falsely. Uh, but, but here's the thing, you know, um, we gotta remember there, there's things that, uh, uh, that God has to just handle. Because what we do is if somebody says something to us or does something to us to hurt us and we want to do that back, well, you've, you've, you've failed right there. I mean, you've just lowered yourself to, to doing what they're doing. You're just as guilty as they are. Uh, instead of putting out the fire, you've just fanned the flames of the fire and made it worse. Uh, and so those right with God, they can handle those types of things. Those not right with God, they can't handle them. And, of course, uh, pretty soon they'll take a little fire and make a big fire out of it. And I think it's wise not, to, again, to stoop down to the level of the offender uh, by, you know, uh, using the same thing that they're doing to come against you. Uh, that's... Uh, uh, uncontrolled anger and, uh, you know, lashing back with bad speech. Hey, listen, that's certainly not something uh, that you want to do. And just really make a bad thing worse. Proverbs twenty nine eleven uh, really ought to be a verse for those uh, who use social media to communicate. Uh, a fool uttereth all his mind, but a wise man keepeth it in till afterwards. Amen. Amen. Why somebody wants to get mad and then instantly get on Facebook and other social media and speak their mind is beyond me. <laughs> Once it's out there, it's out there, right? Number five, uh, the righteous bear uh, truthful testimony. Uh, the unrighteous do not. Verse 17, uh, he that speaketh truth showeth forth righteousness, but a false witness deceit. Uh, pretty easy to see that. Um, uh, again, we're looking at this in the context of speech. I believe that it is because it's mixed in here with other verses that plainly are talking about speech. Um, and, and again, there's there's a lot of ways to falsely destroy uh, somebody's testimony with words. Um, and certainly, you know, you can just flat out lie about another. Uh, but, you know, there's another form of this as well that I think is out there. Is You know, it's just as bad to only tell parts about another person that help your cause. You know, and what I'm saying is uh, we can we can be slow to recognize the good somebody does. Never talk about that. But we look at their weaknesses or maybe something they did do wrong or maybe something they did do right, but we really want to emphasize that to everybody else. That's bad. You say, well, well, what I'm saying is true. Well, listen, let me tell you something. God knows your heart. He really knows why you're doing what you're doing. Amen. And so we really need to be careful uh, about those times. So rightful, the righteous bear truthful testimony. The unrighteous uh, do not. In other words, it's uh, they're not trying to build themselves up, gain anything from it, or what have you. Um, certainly a righteous person gives credit where credit is due. Uh, a thoughtful person, uh, listen, even if there is some truth about another's wrong, a thoughtful person is not going to to be quick if, if he or she ever does. They're not going to be quick to blab it. Just because you hear something bad about somebody, uh, and it may very well be true, it doesn't mean it has to be repeated, right? Amen. Amen. I, I believe that. Um, I'm always leery about people that talk about other people because uh, they could be talking about me too, right? 
And number six, the wise use kind words to build, the foolish use bad words to destroy. Verse 18, uh, there is that that speaketh like the piercings of a sword. You know, some people speak to just hurt people. Uh, but the tongue of the wise is health. And so our words should never be irresponsibly spoken. Now, I'm not saying that everybody's going to like what you say. And sometimes there are times to admonish and those types of things. But again, God knows our heart. He knows our motivation. He knows why we do these things. Uh, and again, there, there are a lot of things we should never do, you know, when we feel uh, certain ways. You know, uh, it's, you know, it, it's, you know, most times it's going to be better just to be quiet. Uh, listen, you know, it's always wise to weigh your words. You understand what I mean by that? Always weigh your words. Be be tactful. Uh, tactfully considerate. It might even be a better way of putting it. Uh, because, because you know, I, I find out in life, and I know sometimes we want to correct things and we want to fix things, uh, but, but I'm finding out in life that most of the time, uh, just, uh, they're, they're, you know, when these things happen and they come up and, and you know you're a little... You know, you, you know when you're getting a little upset about something. You know, you know when you're, you know, you're getting a little bit of fire under you. You know, it, it's just best not say nothing at all. Amen. Just best not say nothing at all. You know, have a time, you know, uh, uh, you know, get away a little bit, you know, uh, think about some things. It's so important, uh, because in our haste, we can really regret a lot of things. Uh, words can destroy. Uh, words can build up. Words can encourage, they can discourage. Uh, and you don't have to be real smart to figure out which God would prefer you to do. Amen? You know, he wants us to, to build people up and to, to encourage. So the wise use kind words to build, the foolish use bad words to destroy. Number seven, use words that have eternal value. Amen? Uh, number nine, or verse 19, the lip of truth shall be established forever, but a lying tongue uh, is but for a moment. Uh, our speech, do you realize that your speech can be of eternal significance to someone? Just think about that for a second. Um, think about it. Let's see, you know, I, I my mom waited tables for over almost 50 years. And, uh, and uh, you know, it, it's always, you know, people are terrible sometimes, you know, over a Coke or a cheeseburger. And, uh, you know, it's not like we Americans are going hungry or anything, right? And, uh, uh, you know, so somebody sees you, well, let's just be honest, making a fool out of yourself at a restaurant. And they say, well, if that's Christianity, <laughs> you know, I don't want that. And I actually ran into this. Uh, I remember my uh, mom, she got saved later in life, and, and uh, uh, you know, I want to be careful here, but, but uh, uh, anyhow, there was uh, the ministry I was in at the time, uh, uh, there was a lady there that frequented that restaurant, and I guess she was just terrible. You know, just she was a, a customer that went there a lot, but she was just, people hated to see her coming. And uh, my mom started coming to church and, and those types of things. She'd already gotten saved, but she was surprised that that woman was there and kind of a leader in the ministry and was doing things and serving. Amen. You know, uh, that could have really been a huge stumbling block for my mom, right? Not that it should have been. I'm not saying that it should have been, but it could have been. So we need to be careful. Uh, our words have eternal value. Uh, but another uh, same situation, restaurant, maybe the waitress did do a bad job. Maybe things didn't go your way, uh, but they hear your words of kindness and encouragement. And 
say, hey, there must be something to this being born again. So your words can have uh, spiritual uh, significance. That is, uh, they can, your words can have eternal value or eternal hurt as far as that goes. Number eight, God's words promote peace uh, in the speaker's life. And, and listen, somebody that just rants and raves all the time, they're not a happy person, nor will they ever be a happy person. Um, uh, you know, I don't know about you guys, but, but I think having a, a, a fit, you know, going off on somebody, I think it's an addiction. I really do. I think it just builds up, and, and that's how they release. That's how they get their fix. But just like any other addiction, it doesn't do the job. You've got to do it again. I believe that to be true. And so God's words promote peace in the speaker's life, in the individual's life, not just others, but your own life. Uh, verse 20, uh, Deceit is in the heart of them that imagine evil, uh, but to the counselors of peace is joy. And uh, so bad words come from a bad heart, as we've learned. Uh, one with a bad heart has an unhappy, unfruitful life. There's no doubt about that. Uh, and that's why they say and do the things that they say and do. Uh, they have bitterness, wrath, unforgiveness, deceit in their hearts. And their life uh, is a life that, that really is pitiful and sad, no joy or hope. Uh, and, you know, it, they certainly need prayer. But the righteous, they have joy in their heart because their speech promotes those things which are good. Uh, and that is always going to result in joy in their own heart. So we see these words have a, our words and our speech have a lot to do with our peace in life. Number nine, right speech means right hearts and protection from trouble. Uh, verse 21, there shall no evil happen to the just, but the wicked shall be filled with mischief. Again, first part of the verse, there shall no evil happen to the just. Again, I believe we're still in the context of speech. Uh, it's not that bad things won't happen to good people. We know that happens. God tells us that's going to happen. But what it is saying is that God's going to protect you from those that, that possibly want to use words to slander you, destroy your testimony, those types of things. I believe that God promises to take care of those things on our behalf. And, and I've seen it firsthand, and I believe that he does. Uh, but those who are, are use wicked speech, uh, they're, they're, again, they're out there on a limb. They're, they're not protected from God at all, as we saw in one of our other points there. Uh, their life, all that can come back on them in just a second. Number 10, God hates wrong speech and words. Verse 22, uh, lying lips are an abomination to the Lord. You know, can't really say any much more than that, amen? Uh, certainly important. Uh, but they that deal truly are his delight. Uh, and so again, I can't really say it much better than that. I think it's very, very plain there uh, that God, it does matter what comes out of our mouth. You know, I, and I, I've heard this before uh, several times over the years. Uh, you know, uh, not so much I'm in full time ministry, but I remember when I first got saved, and and uh, you know, I you know I was a pretty strong witness, I suppose. And and uh, people there uh, where I worked at the time, uh, they they understood that I was Christian and so forth. And you know, on the job, you hear things that you know you don't necessarily want to hear. And, and uh, they would always say, you know, something like they'd be apologetic to me. Of course, I was like, well, don't apologize to me. You know, he apologized to God. You know, he's one uh, that uh, uh, that doesn't uh, doesn't like that. Um, uh, in other words, he's the one that thinks it's an abomination. You know, that's who you're really offending. You know, you're offending me too. But I'm I'm nobody. Uh, you need to understand that. Uh, hey, uh, God hates that type of thing, and He doesn't accept it. You know, I have one guy tell me one time, well, God, God knows how I am. He knows I don't mean nothing by it. You know, there's that big red button again. 
wrong. <laughs> you know, that's not, that's not what God says, okay? Uh, and so he, you know, hey, listen, if, if we're doing something that God hates, guess what? You need to quit it, right? Amen. God hates wrong speech and words. Finally, number 11, don't allow the right speech to become a thing of pride. Um, I think this is good. Uh, look at verse 23. A prudent man concealeth knowledge, uh, but the heart of fools proclaimeth foolishness. Um, folks are mostly on the first part of that verse. And, uh, you know, you know, you, you know, just because you're quiet and, and, uh, you don't engage in, in bad conversation doesn't necessarily mean that, you know, you're, you're this godly saint, you know. Um, but if you are able, and praise the Lord that you do, in other words, you recognize that that, you know, there's a time to be quiet, <laughs> you know, uh, we need to be, uh, not be uh, uh, hasty with our words, you know, we're following these things that we've looked at here tonight, um, you're using words for God, uh, those types of things, but, but always understand, it's not, it's not about you, it's all about God, you're doing it because of God, not because of you, and if we're not careful, we can kind of get a little prideful about that, uh, in other words, uh, you know, we still need to be discreet in that. In other words, uh, they are are quiet even about the good words that they speak. You know, and, and I've seen that before. You know, especially in the workforce where things were getting out of hand, and and you knew there just need to be a time of cooling off, and you're able to go maybe to each individual and talk to them and and talk them through that. Amen. That's great. Okay, but but what you don't want to do is undermine all that and 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 get all puffed up because you fixed all that. You need to be careful with that, you know, because it's it's really just you yielding to God. So it's God that does those things. Um, and, and besides that, you know, there's a lot of things that we say to help people, uh, but they can't be repeated for privacy's sake. You know, I know you may be you may want to to share with with the world how how you uh, uh, help this individual, but I'm just saying you need to be careful with that. Uh, and, and not get too puffed up about it. Don't allow the right speech to become a thing of pride, uh, uh, because I, I think that it's important. In other words, if we're not careful, you know, we we can really make it all about you know ourselves. You know, we're just trying to make ourselves look good, um, and, and so we really need to be careful with that. So I think that's a fitting verse there to to say, okay, you are wise with your words, you are saying the right things, you are staying away from those things, but don't get puffed up about that. You know, it, it's only by the grace of God you're able to do that. And so I wanted to end uh, in the book of Matthew. So take your Bible, turn to the book of Matthew, chapter 12. And uh, we'll just end with uh, this uh, passage here that I think is a great passage concerning speech. Matthew, chapter 12. Matthew, chapter 12, verse 33. Matthew, chapter 12, verse 33. And um, uh, there is uh, uh, a lot to be said about our words. In other words, they reveal a lot about us. And I think Christ makes a, a wonderful point here that ties in well with what we've talked about tonight. Matthew chapter 12, verse thir- uh, thir- 33. Jesus says, Either make the tree good uh, and his fruit good, or else make the tree corrupt and his fruit corrupt. Uh, for the tree is known by his fruit. And we're talking about the words that come out of our mouth. Kind of tie that in there with verse 33. Notice what Jesus says, O generation of vipers, how can ye, being evil, speak good things? There it is. But out of the abundance of the heart, what's it say? The mouth speaketh. 
Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaketh. So I don't know what's going in. I don't know what's coming out of your mouth. You know, uh, I know you, we all minds our mind our p's and q's, and we're at church. But hey, if it's different out there, you got a heart problem. You need to get it fixed. You need to get it right with God. Notice verse thirty-five: A good man out of the good treasure of the heart bringeth forth good things, uh, and an evil man out of the evil treasure bringeth forth evil things. But I say unto you that every idle word that men shall speak, they shall give an account thereof in the day of judgment. Amen. Finally, verse 37, For by thy words thou shalt be justified, and by thy words thou shalt be condemned. It's very plain. You know, it's very plain to see. Uh, And, uh, you know, this, you know, we're a little, uh, I think we take it a little, we don't take it as serious as we ought to when we say things uh, that hurt people. And those types of things, and, and I know it happens, but we need to take care of it quickly. Uh, uh, and uh, as, as God would say, we're going to have our pianist come tonight. And if we would, if you're physically able to go ahead and stand, and let's go to the Lord in prayer. Just give you a little time to respond to what you've heard tonight, and maybe you just need to come and pray for some folks. I, as I said a while ago, I know sometimes we're on the receiving end of things that that aren't kind, uh, or maybe you know, just ask God to help you, Lord. I, you know, I, I do want to control my words, and maybe you do a good job of that, and I hope that we all can. Uh, but we're all just one little incident away of blowing it. And uh, so let's just ask God tonight to help us uh, to be mindful of our speech and of our words. Father, we thank you, dear God, for this study. We thank you for the Word of God. And, Father, that points uh, out things, Lord, that maybe we're not comfortable or willing to admit or talk about ourselves and so, Lord, I just pray that uh, tonight that, you know, we would all mind what we say and the words that come out of our mouth, the things that, that uh, you know, we say and jest, those types of things, Lord. Just help us to be clean with our words. And, Lord, help us to understand that if there's things that are coming out of our mouth that aren't right, it certainly is uh, a heart issue. And so, Lord, help us tonight to get a hold of that and pray that folks will come. Maybe we got a lost loved one we might need to pray for. Father, we've got several prayer requests that we even mentioned and several on this list. Maybe we'd like to come and pray for some of these, Lord, that are hurting and struggling tonight. Um, Lord, it's a Bible study, but it's also prayer time as well. Uh, Help us to take advantage of these last few minutes as a church family, come together and to pray. And we'll thank you for it. In Jesus Christ's name we do pray. Amen and amen.